Hello, everyone, and welcome to our latest episode of Morbid Instinct. Uh, tonight, we are talking about the uh, Netflix documentary from 2019, The Disappearance of Madeline McCann. Um, I know most people that are listening to this probably have heard that name, um, may not know all the intricacies of the of what happened, but um, I'm sure you've heard of her name and, and, and some about it. Uh, so basically, we watched the um, eight-episode series. Um, about Madeline McCann's disappearance. Um, just in case you don't know or just need a little refresher, so she was a three-year-old little girl. Um, her and her family were on vacation in, uh, it's, uh, I think it's Culture. Praia de, de Lutz. I can't, yeah, I can't say. Yeah, Praia de Luz, I think. Praia de Luz, you said it better. In Portugal, um, and she went, and this was in 2007, and she went missing. Uh, this was in May of 2007, and she went missing. And as of today, they still have not found her. They don't know what happened to her. And it's been, uh, actually, as of today, it's been 15 years, three months, and 17 days that she's been gone. So, I mean, she would have been 19 years old this year. Um, so basically, it was just kind of going through, um, talking about kind of the case, what happened, um, different suspects they had, that kind of a thing. Um, and so we're just going to kind of get into it and talk about uh what we watched and what we think. So Colette, if you want to start us off. Oh yeah. Um, the first thing that hit me right off the bat was, uh, they hit your heartstrings because they showed those pictures of that little girl and she was so adorable with her beautiful little smile and her precious little look. Her, she was just beautiful all, all over. And then to hear that she was missing, it just pulled at you right there from the very beginning. And I agree. It just, it just touched me. So, yeah, made me very emotional throughout the whole thing. So anyway, so yeah. that was my intake so far. <laughs> no, I mean, I agree because I can't even imagine. I mean, the parents then or even to this day, I mean, not knowing. I mean, that's just I can't even I can't even. <laughs> Yeah, oh, like, and yeah, I think that's the main thing, too, is, like, knowing that they still, to this day, don't even know what happened to her. But right. and, they, a, and they took all that time. They botched up. The police botched oh, up yeah. everything, basically. And then they blamed the parents forever, it seemed like. And then they finally realized that it wasn't the parents. You could tell. Every time the parents did an interview... All over the world, I mean, you could tell it was not the parents, and they were trying to blame them. Oh, yeah. I like, think that's the main thing. I think the cops didn't really know how to do the stuff that they were doing because they were going after anybody. And well, at one let, point, didn't, uh, like, because there was a guy that was talking to the, like, I guess because he knew that there was different languages and stuff that he knew how to uh, talk to the uh cops in portuguese i guess and relay the information to the parents and this and that the whole and right like that. so we'll get into him in just a minute so uh, okay let's just talk about so i just want to get this out of the way because i know a lot of people probably have an opinion about this about the parents you know leaving the kids in the apartment and and going to the restaurant or whatever which i mean and i and i say that myself i say yeah. they made poor judgment Right. They, and I mean, that's they, the thing. That wasn't the best thing, but, you know, you can't, I mean, 
Oh yeah, it's not like they knew something was going to happen. You like, know what I mean? I was, like, uh, yeah, I was talking to somebody like outside of here when we were talking about that we were going to be doing this on the podcast, and we were like sitting there, and I was like, dude, at least they should have like because they were talking about like having the window open and this and that, and that the doors were unlocked. I was like, okay, I understand that having food nearby is one thing. But why are you leaving the door unlocked and the windows unlocked and all this stuff if you know that the kids are going to, like, be in there if you're trying to be separate from somebody? Then right. uh, usually they would end up doing something different for it. Like, they right. would know better. Well, well that was my... Sorry. Apparently, was... they, apparently they felt safe there. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, like, also at the same time, it's like... I just think that, yeah, there was bad judgment calls, but I mean, I like it made me think of like how I work at my environment right now. It's like, because I've talked about it several times, there's like, I get a lot of families that will just let their kids go everywhere instead mm -hmm. of where I work and just are away from the parents, just playing around doing stuff where they're separated from their families so anybody could come over there and take one and just run out of the store and then they would it's never true. know and people do it constantly and then that shows like when i watched this it was like that's the reason why i say that you have to be with your parents and all this stuff whenever i'm there i'm like you gotta go over there and um, be with your family because like it doesn't it takes on um, like a few seconds for somebody to not be paying attention for these and that's pr uh, essentially or, what happened this time because, or somebody was watching oh so yeah. i say somebody, watching. somebody was paying yeah. attention oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, i definitely know for a fact like when i was watching this documentary at least i don't know if like people were watching the whole time that they were there, but at least the day that it happened, somebody had to have been watching what they were doing. Had to. Oh no, it was before they had I'm, done that more than one on um, more than one occasion. So I think well, I'm just saying like talking. somebody was paying attention to what they were doing. Somebody I just don't that, know how many days they were paying attention to it. Yes, somebody saw that little girl and wanted her and was watching. Mm -hmm. And looked for an opportunity to take her, and they took her. So, our, our, kind of talk about audience just to just to catch up a little bit is um, on the documentary it was talking about. So they were staying at the Ocean Club in the Algarve region in Praia de Luz, um, Portugal, and um, they rented an apartment there. Um, and they were there with a couple other couples. I don't remember how many couples. I think there was like seven families or something that yeah, were there. It was a, yeah, it was a nice. Yeah. 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 And then, so basically what happened was the parents were basically going over to this tapas restaurant that was supposedly like a hundred yards away or something from their apartment. It was on the same complex as the Ocean Club. Um, but they would leave their kids in the apartments and then they were making a deal where like they some one of the parents would go every 30 minutes to check on their own kids or something like that. So that's kind of what we're talking about um, as far as, because they were saying that they left the, like the gate unlocked or left the door unlocked, that kind of thing, which was probably not the greatest thing, but I mean, I don't want to play playing game on the parents or whatever. Cause my God, but well, you know, I mean, like you got to think about it. If they were checking on all the kids at like every 20 minutes or like going up in there, then they shouldn't have to like have everything 
locked up the whole time. But I know for me, my thing is I lock the door like every time if I'm inside or if I'm mm -hmm. leaving this uh, the house or whatever, I mm -hmm. lock all the doors before I leave. So yeah. like, and then if, if I am a parent, then I know that my kids are going to be in there. I'm definitely going to lock the doors, even though that I'm going to be nearby, I'm still going to lock the doors. So I think that's essentially like what made it easy for this dude or a dude, female, yeah, whoever. whoever took, uh, took her in the first place, like, uh, like how it was able to happen so easily. Because, I mean, they were even talking about that it's a possibility that the, that the kids were drugged because they were just saying... And, and it was funny how they were yeah, blaming the parents. That's all speculation. I know, yeah. it's all I mean, speculation. They can't find any of this stuff. Well, unless they tested the other twins, they have no idea. Yeah. I mean, from, this, from my perspective, again, I, I remember when I first started watching it, I mentioned the fact that they were, I mean, I'm not placing blame either, but they should have never <laughs> left that uh, apartment or whatever you want to call it with the left doors on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That should have never happened. And then what bothered me, I think it was an episode, one of the later episodes, and I understand you being upset about your, your daughter being taken, um, but to be pissed off at the restaurant for putting details on a ledger sheet or a, a, a schedule that oh, said yeah. about the kids being left alone. Oh yeah. Well, why would you even tell the restaurant that? Yeah. Why would you tell but, anybody that? But you yeah. can't blame the restaurant for writing it down. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's their fault that they left the kids there by yeah. themselves. Right. Yep. I mean, Plain and simple, there, and, and that's why I said I'm not placing blame, but at the same time, you got to take some responsibility yeah. for what you did. Yeah. It definitely wasn't and, a good and choice, especially, and especially also at the same time, they could have picked up stuff from the restaurant and then been nearby. Well, they could have. They eaten didn't in need the room. to eat there. But yeah, they could have eaten in the in the apartment or yeah. the room. Well, that's what I'm on saying. The they didn't. Like even if they were one to get in, sauced up or whatever, they could still be around. Like so, I mean, just like with data, you don't know how accurate their timelines are either. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I I find it hard to believe that they were really going every twenty minutes. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I, Especially well, there was speculation because they. Well, they said the pro the restaurant people were saying because I mean, they were like if they were getting somebody was getting up every 20 to 30 minutes i mean it would have been like a big production but they were saying the restaurant people were saying that's not what was happening well, they and they did kind of they did uh revise their timeline a couple times too i think so but, i'm not sure but to me i mean it could have really, been oh sorry Mel. But, to, but to me all this really doesn't matter is that they lost their daughter that evening and they've had to live with that choice oh right this whole time and they well and i'm sure they've had guilt i'm sure they've had a lot of guilt yeah for sure for i mean sure. for making that choice and not not being yeah, i mean i think I, unfortunately they made that choice and and i think i you know i think somebody I, was watching and, and knew I, the timeline of what was going on yeah definitely somebody too. was watching like so i was talking to somebody outside of it and they were like oh yeah it could have been the security guards because they would have known like everything how how everything worked in a certain spot and especially mm -hmm. how in and uh, how to get in and out of the place and all this mm -hmm. stuff. But they were also talking about like 
that there was a guy that they didn't see the face on him and then noticed that he had this girl in his arms and then they couldn't recognize the face. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, because honestly, not a lot of people are going to cast suspicion on like some random ass dude having a girl in his arms and just walking down the the way or whatever. So, mm-hmm. so like, that's the only difficult thing. Not a lot of people are going to just call it out and be like, oh, that seems kind of weird, especially well, as you're seeing down the road. Like, the lady feeling, like, guilty at the time. I'm like, you shouldn't be feeling mm-hmm. guilty over something that you didn't. And, like, you she don't does, still though. don't know. No, I'm she saying, like, she still she do- him, But, I mean, also so- at the same time, it might be a possibility that that wasn't him. Or her, no. or whatever. But I mean, so what what Josh is talking thing. about is that one of the witnesses of one of the yeah Jane. one of the one of the people that were there with them was walking to go check on the children, and she saw a man carrying a child um, that had like pajamas and stuff on. And now she's thinking now that that was might have been Madeline. That was But um, they're not. I mean, they're not sure. But obviously. Well, she has a lot I'm of guilt now that she didn't say something. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, you, how do you know if you say something at the time if you don't know what that something is happening? Yeah, that's, and that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't know. You shouldn't have guilt on something where you find out after the fact something went down. Especially because, I mean, I would have been freaking out at the time if, like, she was not there. I would have yeah, been, but, like, going everywhere. And some people were like... I mean, it was cool how like the whole town was helping, though. Like everybody yeah, but, there you was know, going. Yeah, the couple, the couple that was in Morocco, remember? And they saw a little girl with with a woman in the gas station, the petrol station. Yeah. I mean, you could tell when they were talking, as upset as they were getting, and the lady was about ready to cry. That I think they feel guilty that they didn't say something, but they didn't know anything at the time. I mean, you could tell they were yeah. upset that they didn't know. How would well, you know? That's what, and that's what I'm saying. You don't necessarily think about it until after, like, after you well, find because something you don't out. know that you're seeing something. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, I don't know that I'm... If you just see a person or a girl with a, an adult, how the hell would you know? Well, I think it's some of like it... the one instance where we had in San Antonio where uh, we're behind a car where yep. there's somebody in the trunk of the car... Waving their hand. Waving their hand at us from behind and then they closed the trunk after that and drove sped off yeah so in that instance we called the police that when we got home and reported it and reported where they actually went we didn't follow the car because we couldn't get into the i think it was a gated apartment mm-hmm. complex mm-hmm. but we had an instance where that it's not like that happened. Like, but that was like a super weird thing. I mean, people aren't in trunks and stuff. No, so we were like, what the heck, you know, it's not an, an instance like that where, yeah. Well, because I think also people, cause they had that crash that had the kids that were babysitting the kids. So maybe she thought it was just a parent bringing one of their kids back from there yeah, to the apartments yeah. or whatever. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can't like, it's a difficult thing because, yeah, you sit and sit there and Josh, you uh-huh. got you got to look at it from her side. She sees this man carrying this little girl in his arms. She has no shoes on. She's in pink pajamas. She thinks afterwards when she finds out Madeline's mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, she had a chance. Of course, she has regrets. Yeah. Well, well, regrets? I'm not Some saying that would. she is understandable. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying that she's not understandable in that. I'm just saying yeah. that she shouldn't let it get to her 
that like she shouldn't have guilt like if she would have said so no i'm just saying like if she wouldn't have said something you know like that's the catalyst for like how she got away because she didn't say anything at the time mostly because you wouldn't know never known until afterwards and and then also at the same time you don't know if that was just another dude like I would understand. Yeah, if, I mean, like, don't know. It could have been another parent. I would understand if, like, they got together and they were like, "What type of pajamas were, was she wearing?" And she's like, "This, these were the ones that they were wearing." And they're like, "Yeah, that's what they look like, right? That's what stuff that it and that it, like the PJs look like that." Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but I, I don't. Know, I don't know if they talked to e- uh, even this chick. Like, if they even talked to her beforehand. Like, well, she just went out of her way and talked to me. About the, uh, cops that's a, that's a little saying. bit. Because I think we all have a lot to say about that. <laughs> well, that. Well, that's oh. what I'm saying. Is I don't know, like, so well, much so, of that. But to, let to, Elaine talk. Or go ahead, Jeremy. Did you have something to say? Oh. Who's talking about the police officer? I said we'll get into that in a minute because I know that we all have something to say about that. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Go ahead, Jay. I just wanted to clarify, like, people are going to have that type of guilt uh, when something happens after the fact, regardless. I mean, you've heard of survivor guilt, right, Josh? Yeah. Where Mm -hmm. somebody lives and they have guilt for actually surviving a crash. Yeah. Nobody else did. It's kind of the same thing i mean you know she after the fact she feels well if i would have said something yeah but at the time she didn't probably didn't think it was anything well why would you again i know you don't know who it is yeah you don't see him really from far away she probably wasn't right next to him well no because she didn't even see his face face. yeah that's what i'm saying saying. so so she was far enough away to where she could not make out anything Mm -hmm. besides Mm -hmm. the color of the clothing Pretty much, and and at that point, did she even know what Madeline was wearing that night? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, um, because if you couldn't tell the face, I mean, like you couldn't tell. That's what I was saying. If she, yeah, she wasn't close enough then. Mm -hmm. About it, yeah, you shouldn't have guilt, but after the fact, people naturally. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody's blaming that woman. No, but she's going to blame herself. No, people naturally would have it. Yeah, I wasn't saying like she isn't in the right or whatever for like feeling well, that I was just saying, saying like yeah. it shouldn't let her like uh, she shouldn't feel uh, I don't know like yeah, if yeah, it's, if it's person, killing I mean, her that's, if that's it's normal. killing her yeah. knowing that she could have done yeah. something and then she yeah. didn't you know like mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying she shouldn't like hold on to that pain right. or like the guilt and stuff that much for it because mm-hmm. I mean Anybody could have went into that situation and still done the same thing, you know, and mostly right. because it's a difficult uh, situation. That's why, right. and that's why there's a lot of things in this story that I think, especially like a, a a lot of things that was just weird that was mishandled and everything. Yeah, right. Well, we'll get into all. We'll get into all that. So I'm kind of I'm trying to go a little bit like how the episodes kind of went. So like the first one was like the the beneath truth. So that was kind of when they were just talking about like what happened, kind of like the timelines that the that the parents and their guests had and that kind of a thing. And then they kind of we kind of pivot to the next one, which was person of interest. So um, that's the one where you guys were talking about Robert Murat. 
uh, was basically their first uh, person that they thought had something to do with it. Um, and they basically thought he had something to do with it because he, they said he was too involved. So he was a gentleman that he was, he was British, but he lived in Portugal. He lived there. So he spoke Portuguese and English. And he said they were, they were having some issues um, communicating between the two languages. And so he was trying to help uh, kind of bridge that gap. Um, but the, and he lived across the way, too. Right. And he was very close to where it was at. Um, so they said that he was very, like, almost too involved, wanting to know too many things or whatnot. So that kind of made them very um, skeptical of him. Uh, plus, the journalists got involved and said that they kind of found him sketchy. So then it became a whole uh, thing with him. So he was, well, he was basically questioned, like, exhaustively and uh, basically drugged through the mud um well this is the same shit i talked about excuse my french but the with the way the media yeah. and everything else can oh yeah example of this is why people do not want to get involved well, this is a perfect also, example of that but it also goes back to what the media does or anybody does yep. with the internet involved too twisting because everything twisting go back everything to all around yes previous podcasts we've done where somebody gets tied to something uh which one was it with the the heavy metal guy it was the oh, yeah. uh the cecil Cape- hotel one the cecil yeah. hotel yeah where that guy got vilified and he wasn't even yeah wasn't, even involved. Yeah, wasn't yeah. even involved at all and see yeah. at least this one the guy was there at least he was yeah he was but, there and trying to be but at the same time it's like Really? And he lived across the way from Especially where they, were the, they they went after well, him. Then they went after this dude that made a website for him. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So wait, hold on. Don't go so. Oh, I thought but, that was still in the same episodes. <laughs> no, well, I guess it, well, it might have been. It might have been the. Uh, oh my gosh, what was his name? Sergey Malinka. I think is who yeah. you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, I was, gonna, I was just going to add that with uh, um, Robert Moret, they also found him suspicious because he acted like a guy that in England yeah. that actually did kill the two, the two, girls, the two schoolgirls. Uh, Ian Huntley. Ian Huntley. I can't, I know his last name was Huntley, but I think it was Ian Huntley. Yeah. The, the school, so they're like, the school caretaker. Yeah. So just two. because he acted like that guy, I guess that makes you, well, I don't know. It's kind of, conju- I don't know. That's like a conjecture. stretch. Yeah. yeah a little that's bit. a reach. Seriously. I mean, <laughs> Because he helped. The only reason I think he helped is because he knew Portuguese. Yeah, he did because he knew Portuguese and English. So he was he was trying to bridge the gap between the language barriers. Yeah, is what I mean, he was trying to do. Is what it sounded like. It was anyway, nuts to me. And then yeah, I'm glad he got the money. But like Josh was saying, that the, the uh, Sergey Malinka was weird to me. I'm like, okay, so you're going to go after a guy that made a website for Robert Murat? All of a sudden, he's a suspect. Well, that was kind of weird to me. I didn't get that. that. They took all the hard drives out of his house that weren't even that his, weren't even his, and then tied them back to him. Yeah, like they were his. Yeah, it's like well, he's like, well, I get hard drives from people all the time. Yeah, because he's a computer guy. I mean, you know, so well, anyway, he also them if, if they well, he also them. said so, that as far he, as he also said because they came out and said that he had erased all the hard drives. But yet they came back and said they found stuff on the hard drive. So he's like, okay, so they found stuff or I erased all of them. Well, it's just like when at one point no. when they picked him up, 
they didn't talk to him in the car and he was there for oh, like yeah. three or four hours. And then he was like, yeah, it was because they were waiting for a warrant to like search his home. I was like, yeah, they picked him uh, up like they were kidnapping him or something. Yeah. yeah. And like, then you go in the car and you just, you don't say, like you said, drive him out to wherever and don't talk to him and don't tell him anything and take all also, of his phone and all that stuff. Didn't they also destroy his car? I remember them talking well, there was, about something in the, in him talking about it in the later episodes. I don't remember him saying was, who set the car on fire, but he yeah, came out and his car was on fire. And yeah. there was that um, something written on the ground that meant speak. It was Portuguese for speak or something like that. But I don't think they ever said who actually set the car on fire. Like, I don't think they know. Well, no, again, that went back to the whole meet. It could have been just somebody out of the Oh, pool. yeah, it could have been anybody. Um, because there's, it's just historically, there's things that happen to people that aren't even involved. Like let's say parents get, you know, letters or something because of something their kids did. Uh It's like, well, it's not the kid's fault or it's not the parent's fault necessarily that the kid did something. Why are you sending letters to the parent? Yeah. Well, I mean, I did, they did say something though about a phone call. There was some kind of phone call, I guess, between Robert Murat and Malinka. We at like late, midnight or something that night. Did they say how long it was? I don't even remember them talking about it. They didn't that. really say anything in depth about it. They just kind of said it they, happened. They said, yeah, I don't yeah. even remember that. And, and they searched like, remember anything. So and uh, it was funny because they and I think they were really trying to hope that this guy was the one who did it because they went after it was that. Then they went after like his family's building or something like that. Like he, well, they, they definitely wanted him or the Malinka to confess. Well, that's what I was saying. They looked through like uh, so many buildings that was tied to him, trying to find stuff, and then they still didn't find anything. And then I, I, I want to bring something up right now. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the dogs things totally freaked me out when they used the dogs, and then they honestly thought that. The dogs were it, and that's why they decided to charge Kate and Jerry for the crime anyway, was because the blood and the cadaver dogs. Yeah, so after they basically kind of moved on from Marat and uh, Malinka, um, then the cops, well, they, yeah, they used these dogs that were supposedly trained to um, sniff out uh, corpses, basically, or decomposing bodies yeah so one did the cadaver and one could uh could sniff out blood and it was human blood yeah human blood so they brought these dogs in and they they did it on the what's it apartment and in the car the back of the car that they had rented yeah they rented after 25 days yeah 25 days after she went missing Yeah. So basically, so this guy came in, and so the dogs, both of them went in separately, but they both um, did their detection in the same spot. So there was like a spot behind a couch, I guess, in kind of the living room area, and then there was what one in, in the one of the bedrooms. And I know one and of them was the in the, the boot of the something car. Like yeah. that, but and, it's and like one in the car. Yeah. Did but they I, ever show the pure certification on these dogs? I mean, shit. Yeah. They could be smelling the same thing. But the thing, but the thing gets me is that, okay, but my problem is too, is though, okay, these are also places that like have been rented by thousands of people. The car and the apartment have been rented by thousands of people. Yes. Yeah. My, How do you know who's first, human blood or whatever that it could be? That could be anybody's. Well, that yeah. was the other thing. Exactly. they're even talking about the actual DNA when they tested it. 
and it came back like they were saying the car specifically i remember them saying that the one lady was saying you're supposed to have like 20 markers or something and they were like 15 and she said and that may seem like that's good but she said but if you think about it you know the parents were in the car the brother and sister were in the car and you know i mean she shares dna with the parents so it's like you can't you can't even tell yeah yep who you know, yeah. they could have been or anything doing whatever, and you're just, you know what I mean? It's just odd. It was totally ridiculous to me. It was like a waste of their time. Well, and- it was because the, the cops just went right with that and said, oh, you know, it's her. Well, the one journalist was even saying she was lied to. They were telling her that it was absolutely Madeline. Oh, yeah. And then she comes to find out that's not true. Well, think about what they did with that PI firm that they hired. Remember the, oh, um, what was it, Mikado? The- they talked about the Mikado thir- three called three Mikado three or whatever, mm-hmm. where the guy that was doing the investigation was finding stuff. But what was being reported was not. Well, yeah, his boss was saying all kinds of other stuff that they had all this evidence and they and he's like, we don't have anything. And yeah. So yeah. it's like the luck for one, the luck that they had. And yeah. who they were bringing in, and we'll get into that later because the, yeah. I oh, think the I later. I mean, my out. thing is they went right for the parents and all this stuff, and I'm like, you know, and then they're saying, oh well, you know, they're not acting right. She doesn't seem as upset, and I'm thinking, okay, well, first of all, how do you know how you would react in that situation? Well, and they were trying. They said they were trying to be. They were trying but, to like keep it together on TV. But I think that was because they had this freaking. And again, and I'm going to preface this too by saying it must, and I. And I'm not going to say that, but it must have been nice to have a millionaire funding all of your efforts because yeah. Yeah. the normal person like mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and Elaine yeah, would have been crap would out have of luck. Been screwed because we wouldn't have been able to do everything that they were doing. Wouldn't mm-hmm. have been able to fly on a private oh, jet everywhere sure. they were going, mm-hmm. doing all the media appearances they were doing. And then, but again, they had a PR firm and I think they had media connections. They were talking about that early on. But here's so my like, thing. If the cops think that the parents did it, why would you draw that much attention to yourself? Yeah. yeah and why would you go all over the world? Yeah. Why would you do that? Well, it could be you said you're it. trying to throw it off by acting like you gave a shit. I mean. That, yeah. But there were a couple of times uh, you saw her break down and you could tell as a mother that, saying that they, she was having a hard that's time. That's why they did it. What I'm saying is it could be seen as that. It's like, remember, I was pointing out the fact that I it kind of seemed weird to me that she was carrying that doll around all the time. Like, you, you every time, and it was, Not it almost me. seemed like it's Not a, to me. I didn't I think it was weird either. Carrying stuff around, but it maybe. But you're not a mom. But, Dads would be different. But my point is, is oh, yeah. that in every. Everywhere I went, everywhere yeah. I went, I every time, well, that with me. But every time they were out, the other thing that bothered me was the other kids were never around well i'm sure somebody else was watching them for them they're protecting them yeah but my point being is that you never saw them until they actually went back home i think so it was like yeah i would have protected them too they just lost one of their daughters yeah yeah but they were never home though well what i'm saying is is i understand you're looking for your your kids but at the same time you kind of have to rely on Everybody, yeah, can but hire I mean, I just feel extent. like the dog thing is what really makes a lot of people. Oh no! But I, they don't look at the actual like results of. Well, that no, if you have so conclusive, there's no that. way you can. Well, the problem is, is that especially when they were starting to talk about like the news uh, 
uh, website oh, where they had a bunch stupid. of the comments where that's like stupid. a lot yeah. of people were, where eventually they had to like shut off the comments because everybody was like hating on the family the whole time. It's like yeah, they kept saying, "Oh, they killed her. They did this," yeah, and then they were saying like, all the deaths, like, her real dad, think, and blah, blah, all this okay, stupid you, crap. <laughs> well, I mean, like I think it was the news reporter that was sitting there, and she was like, uh, "One of the people was talking about, and they're like, oh yeah, like I would." Do all the uh, the parents did this? Hid the body for three weeks while everybody's freaking out and doing all this stuff. And then, well, like, the thing when, is, how are they going to hide the body when they're like not even exactly? That's what I mean. That's they're why accounted for like, all the so time. Poor fetch for it to be the family. Oh <laughs> yeah, well, it would have been like extremely and difficult. Then, and then at one point, they wanted to lump in all the people that were at the dinner, and I was like, no. And, and like even if this happened even if this happened one of them would be snitching okay like at least one of the people would be snitching you can't re- you can't rely on like more than one person let alone seven people to uh, yeah, be so- in cahoots about the whole thing yeah so what josh is talking about is one of the episodes was called was uh called uh pact of silence and so they're basically because they're blaming they're saying that the parents either just killed her or she was accidentally killed or something. And then they were hiding everything. And so what they were saying is that they got their friends. So it was like five, there was like seven of them, like seven adults, I think. So it was like five of them to basically lie for them. And even like the journalists and, and, uh, and like other people were saying, well, like Josh, you were just saying that, you know, okay, you can maybe get one person to do that, but to get all of them to do that, that's a little, without anybody breaking, that's a little, that's a little kind of outlandish. Like, to me, when I was talking about it, like, I was like, okay, if it it was, like, anything, mostly because how they were explaining it, I think it was in the second or third episode, I can't remember which, when they're talking about the interviews, when they're talking about, like, where the timeline for, like, how many times that they checked in on the kids, the mm-hmm. first time it was this one dude that that went and checked on the kids. He said that he went in there, looked at stuff. Uh, I think he said that there was something in the room, but then he didn't see anything. So he left the door cracked and walked back out. Then 20 minutes later, then somebody else was going to check. And then he was like, no, it's fine. I'll go check. So he goes and checks, but he doesn't really fully check. It looks like he just looks over there, glances. Nothing seems awry, and then walks back. And then then in that 20 minutes, which I think is the main time when she was taken, was the next person that went, went and took him. And then I was like, it's plausible that that dude had something to do with it just because... He sat there and he was like, oh, well, I didn't see anything and just walked away. And then that was the most crucial time for all, like, that was the most crucial time when it happened, right? So I was like, if they're if they're finding somebody, I would say talk to him. But that's far-fetched, though, and it's just a theory. It's just a theory. It doesn't mean that that's actually the case. If well, anything, me and Jeremy were talking, even- too, that we're like... You know, we kind of think: Did the parents really? Were they really going every twenty to thirty minutes? Yeah, well, did that's they really what I'm do saying. that? If you're at well, the party and stuff like that, and especially if booze is involved, knowing that it's a vacation, I wouldn't be surprised if some drinks were like passed. Like you think that they're I mean, like their twenty minutes might be more like thirty or forty minutes. 
You know what I'm well, saying? To me, to me, all that doesn't matter because she's gone anyway. It doesn't matter how long it took him to go check on the rooms and all that. No, I was just saying, like, if they were blaming these people, especially during the thing where they're trying to get the timeline and they're all, like, trying to talk to these people. Oh, yeah, they'll start changing their story between seven people, like, when they're trying to get everything as a coherent story. And then, yeah, of course, some of the stuff's changed, right? Because time passes. So then you're not thinking of it as clearly. So then you're just like, and then people are like suggesting in your head and you're like, oh, well, that is a possibility, you know? So then stories change, but like Mm -hmm. having seven people, having seven people like in there, like, and then you're thinking that all of them had something to do with it. It just seems very far-fetched. If anything, even if they did lie about something, I don't think if it was lies for like them taking the kid or whatever. I think if anything, it was no, to make it's, them it's, sound better than they are, even though that well, depending like, on the search a situation, but that's regardless yeah. of the situation. The main thing is trying to find out who took the, yeah, who daughter. took her and where is she at? And that's the main thing. And I think the cops mishandled the situation the whole time. Oh, I, my God, the cops. I, I, yeah. I think that's the main thing. They, mis- they just mishandled the whole thing. They went after the wrong people the whole time. And oh, granted, the they didn't have a whole the- lot of damn uh, evidence, but come on, man. Well, the main, so I guess we can get into talking about the cops because I all think we have an opinion about, especially the main guy. And I'm probably yeah. going to botch his name because I'm not great at this, but Goncolo Armoral was yeah. the main investigator. In Portugal. Yeah, chief investigator, yeah. Right. And I don't know, this guy, I mean, I question him anyway because they, you know, they were talking about another story about a girl that had gone missing um, and that they, they, I guess it ended up where they said that the uncle had killed her and that the mom helped. And so they're in prison right now for it. Um, But I guess they were under investigation because there were pictures that came up that said that she was abused by the cops and all this stuff. So they were... I guess him and some other cops are brought up on, you know, brought mm. up investigation for huh. saying that that they falsified some documents and that they beat this woman basically into confessing. Yeah, and did something to the that. uncle too to get them to confess. Um, so yeah. I don't know. Well, well, for one thing, he wrote a book. Yeah. Afterwards, he wrote a book afterwards and made a mo- made money on him. Made mm-hmm. money on Kate and Jerry. Oh yeah. And all. The whole story. So, yeah, that tells you what kind of piece of work he is. Well, and he still, to this day, says it's them. Oh, yeah. He, he yeah. wholeheartedly believes yeah. it's well, them. Well, if you've it's, done the investigation, you're going to believe that. Of that's course. What he's you want to but believe you know, that. It's funny, too, about this guy, because I remember them talking about him, and when they were talking about the case of, I can't remember her last name. I know her first name was Joanna. Um, that happened a few years before Madeline, um, which they've never found her either. But... Um, they were saying something about that at that time he was saying that, you know, they killed her and then they put her in a fridge or a freezer. Right. And then the Madeline comes and that's what the, and then he starts saying the same thing about the parents, like, Oh, they killed her and they kept her in like a fridge or freezer. And it's like, why do you keep, so kids go missing and everybody's killing them and putting in the freezers. I don't, 
that's kind of weird yeah, too. I definitely like it's um, well. That's the main thing for me is I think they were. I think the, initially why they went after Murad and then the family was because they couldn't find anybody and they knew they wanted somebody to tie the crimes to. So they were just like, they didn't have barely any evidence to find out. I mean, honestly, I mean, if you have this door that's unlocked that anybody can go inside of to, of course, there's not going to be a lot of evidence. Like if anything, especially if the dude wore gloves or something, if he wore gloves and didn't touch the doorknob or whatever to open up the door, there's not going to be really enough evidence to like, unless well, there's video evidence. And I don't think that there was any video evidence either. Well, nearby. I find something interesting too, that he was talking about. So, I mean, I know a lot of us have watched a lot of different kind of true crime stuff. And he was mentioning that the window, so he was talking about the shutters being open, right? And he was saying something about that they um, did fingerprint, whatever to do on the shutters. And all they found was Kate's fingerprint on there. But then he also mentioned that they didn't find any trace of like glove. And I'm thinking, I've never in anything I've watched where they, Usually you can't find anything if somebody wears a gloves. Why would you find something showing that there's a there's gloves? Well, it depends on, the on if it's latex or whatever, because sometimes you could get yeah, powder off of latex gloves. If you're wearing vinyl gloves, I don't think it leaves a residue because they usually don't have a powder on the gloves. But also at the same time, this is also a theory that I had too, is that they opened the door and then opened the window to throw off suspicion. Right? To make it seem like the dude came in well, from the window when well, he actually think, came in from the door. Well, I think he came in through the well so Probably I'm the door and left what the- I said and or what I thought was that she was obviously she was abducted, and I think it was a human trafficking thing. I would not be surprised if she still yeah, I think so too. just doesn't know who she is. Um, so, um, but I think someone came in through the door, left through the window, passed her through the window. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, ah. that, I think yeah. there was more than one person involved in it, and. Ah. So you because well, you normally have usually well, you with know, human trafficking you do have more than one person well, involved. I mean they had that weird stuff happening too. Those those people are going around and trying to supposedly collecting money for the orphanage, which was really sketchy. Which because they said there isn't even an orphanage or has never been an orphanage near there. I mean those are obviously people that were scouting uh-huh. to try to figure out, mm-hmm. you know. And then that one woman that said. Remember that guy came to do that and was looking at her daughter. And then she, later on, she was upstairs doing laundry. She came down and the guy was in the apartment talking to her daughter. And then he ran out or something. Well, that's that's and weird that's too. The stuff that I find is weird though that these people never report this shit. Or like, they report it and the cops never did anything about it. But if there's a dude in my house, I'm calling. The cops. Uh, yeah, you think so? Yeah, and I'm they said that that little girl leave. was three years old too. I'm just not letting him leave and. Nothing oh yeah, happens. and never saying anything. That's not something where I'm not not going to say anything. Like right. it's not like I see somebody walking outside with a kid holding their hand or something, and they're walking. I'm not going to say anything about that because now if the girl or the boy or whatever is like yanking from the yeah, or and screening, it looks just weird to me. Then it might 
put suspicion or like that time we were in Walmart and that kid yeah. was screaming at the top of his lungs in the bathroom and I, I had to go in there because I couldn't yeah. just in case. But I mean, just, but if yeah. a dude that I don't know is yeah. in my house talking mm-hmm. to my little girl, mm-hmm. just looking at her or something, mm-hmm. you damn well, well, for one, he'd probably get the shit kicked out of him mm-hmm. because. But that's super suspicious but, right there. Like what? For, but, you know, they also case these places do to target certain, like, they probably knew it was a single mom in that house or whatever, too, or the mom was home alone. Uh, you know, th- I always tell you, like, well, that's what it is. He probably went over there to see who would answer the door. Yeah. And could he figure out, right? Because he probably figured I, I could mean, take the mom if I had to. Most you know what I mean? These things they're, they're watching. Oh, yeah. And that they're, they probably, sure. in terms of this time, they watched the schedules because they had a set 8.30 dinner time. Yeah, they watched the schedules. They were talking about the guy at the beach so you don't that was real sketchy. you have to see a schedule. And that's what bothered me, like I said before, about Kate getting on the restaurant for having the thing. Well, they don't the need schedule. to see it written down. They just watch you for days. That's what I'm saying. All and know you what you're do doing. Watch that you're sitting at the restaurant. Uh-huh. Every night. And they the see that the time. parents go and there's never any kids with them, yeah. but they know they have kids because they've seen them at the beach probably with the kids. Because remember the guy at the beach was watching? Well, that's why I said I wouldn't be surprised if that's how they got rid of them. Like there was a boat waiting. I think there was a they boat. They right took off, her to Morocco. That's what happened. Right, that's what I think. Well, they were right off the water. Yeah. I mean, you, you could, that's the easiest way. And you wouldn't see anybody on the roads. If, if I'm not saying I would do it, what I'm saying is my thoughts mm-hmm. and the way I would do something. Off of a beach, as I would take a well, boat. Well, remember that one guy. There is no cameras on the water. Well, remember that guy that was driving to work and he saw that couple, supposedly with the kid or baby in their hand, that ran across to the marina. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they were right near a I marina, mean, so it's not like they couldn't. Take and they said the in two and a half hours you'd be into Morocco on a boat. Yeah, I mean, like and nothing. Then you could take them wherever, and then you could just disappear. Point, yeah, I mean, it's like so. That's what I think happened. And again, I don't I don't necessarily think any of these kids that they've probably taken in these same circumstances. I mean, she could not be alive anymore, but I would She be might be though, because she's only she, nineteen. Well But I wouldn't uh, be surprised if she just doesn't know that she's she might not because if she's it was only three. I mean, unless what? you do DNA on a missing uh, kid that but you don't even know, like, the purpose of her being taken. It could have been for another family, and then she was adopted out, and she has no idea who Yeah, and I have heard of cases of that, too, where people, like, there was some case of a guy, I think a couple years ago, that went to apply for something, and he found out that he was he was a missing child That's from when I'm he saying. was, like, two or something like that. You only happen upon it as mm-hmm. if she, like, does a 23andMe or an Ancestry if she's still alive. But, I mean, mm-hmm. they haven't found a body, and, I mean... It could be anywhere too. But. Well, I think it's. I think it was trafficking too. I think that's. I think they were scoped out. Well, I guess There's, apparently you guys didn't check any updates, right? Well, I think. Well, I did. I did. I, did. Um, I just I, hadn't I, gotten there. I check. Oh, okay. Because yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Cause oh, go ahead. It, it could be something different. Because the updates talk about they have a suspect. Oh yeah, they do. That, well. Yeah, so what was it? The, what is that guy's name? So there's a, a prosecutor, prosecutor in Germany, I guess it is. Um, Hans Christian Walters, and he he says that the that this guy Christian Bruckner, Bruckner or Bruckner, 
yeah. again, I'm probably bad with the names, um, to him that they found significant new evidence against him, uh, I guess, in his van. And he's been declared a formal suspect uh, in the case. He hasn't been charged, but he's been like declared a suspect. And so, and I guess he is actually currently in prison right now, serving a seven-year sentence for raping a woman, an American woman, at the same resort at the Ocean Club in Portugal. So, and this guy believes, this prosecutor believes that she was murdered. He thinks that she's dead. Um, But I know one of the things I read, one of the reporters that was interviewing him once said something about, well, is it possible that she was taken and into one of those rings or whatever, the sex rings or whatever. And, you know, he, he didn't confirm or deny that that could be a possibility too. So, but. Well, it sounds like this Bruckner guy. Uh, mm-hmm. while he was a convicted pedophile and rapist. And uh, he, there's a possibility he was, he was living approximately a while, mile away from the McCann family where they were staying. Mm-hmm. So he, in his van. So there, there is a possibility. I yeah. mean, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, how... there's always a possibility. Well, there's so many possibilities because that... there's people talking about that they were, I think it was in Morocco again. Remember, and they ran into that woman, asked them something about, do you have the child or something? And I mean, that's, mm-hmm. there's yeah. just so many, you know, I guess theory or not theories, but just so many different things that you're like, what really? Yeah. And that's why I like, I think that's why they were showing like at the end of the last episode that they were saying that. Um, like they were showing like on a lot of the other cases where like they escaped from the people when they were kidnapped uh-huh. like the uh, the three kids that were stuck with that one dude and they escaped out of the building or whatever oh, yeah. and then some people where they were I, I forgot what they were saying like a 23 year old or something that got out too well they were showing yeah they were definitely showing the ones that like you know, like, like I guess almost like there's still is hope. There still is hope that she can be found. They were showing JC Duggard. Um right. And uh Pamela uh, Smart or Elizabeth Smart. Elizabeth Smart, and, yeah, uh, like the ones that they did find. Yeah, um and uh the the three girls that yeah, were the three girls in Ohio. Hornback Horn yeah. from Missouri, yeah. Amanda yep. Berry, I think Amanda Berry's one of them. Amanda yeah. Berry and yeah, you're right. Dan. Which is crazy yeah. anyway, like whenever you hear this stuff. But I mean, it's a possibility, but in all in all, I wouldn't be surprised if she, she has passed right now and stuff like that happened like and was in one of those rings, especially. So that's what I'm thinking. I mean, it would be nice if like they find her at one point. Especially the person that took her, too. Yeah. Well, I'd just be curious to know what the significant new evidence is that they found in this guy's van. That makes him believe that she was murdered. Well, I mean... You know? It could could be anything, really. Hopefully they just do better than the freaking cops did. And all this time, though, it's been 15 years. I mean, what kind of evidence could they Well, to me, the only thing they could have found was her blood in the van. True. Her DNA of some kind. Her DNA in the van. I mean, True. and the fact that they haven't reported or charged him would tell me that's not the case, though. I mean, because if they have that, that's a given. 15 yeah, years after the fact, if you right got her DNA in your van, yeah, you did something to her. I mean, you took her, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, but if they something. can actually say it's her DNA, yeah. so that's, that's what I'm saying. Sense. I mean, I just it just seems kind of well. That's the way I look at it. If Christian did something to her, she's more than likely deceased. Right. If if a person took her for human trafficking, she could still be she out comes there. To, yeah. And or if she's with that couple that saw the young couple with the child in the car, if she's with them, maybe she had an okay life too. Who knows? But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't think we're ever going to know at this point what happened to her. And that's sad. Well, no, no, like I said, I unless they find her um, passed away or they find her because yeah. she does a DNA test or something. Because if she's alive, she doesn't know who she is. Or she's just yeah. been in captivity where she can't. I doubt she's been in captivity. This it's long? Just so sad JC, for, was for like 19, probably 18 years or something. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it happens. It, and I if mean, you're like three it, years old, you don't, I mean. That's rare though. Well, yeah. I mean, that's probably I the mean, exception, but. Rare to, she, to be an adult. It, it's very rare to be an adult in captivity from when you were a kid. Normally they get, and if you look historically, they get tired of that. So either they. Yeah, but you don't know what she was told or, I mean, I don't know, you know. My point is from her perspective, she was three. Right. I mean, it's not like she was, you ask the kids anything about what they did, even at this point when they were three years old, they don't remember. Well, I don't remember crap from when I was three. I can tell you that. Even (laughs) them, it was, I mean, Liam doesn't remember. He's only, you know. His, you know, how old he is, you know. Yeah. And he probably doesn't remember when he was three. So well, if I you, just hope she's not in the human trafficking. If if that's you know, if, I'd well, rather. I mean, I mean the thing is, you just don't know because they were they were talking. Trafficking is a little bit. Well, they were talking about murder. They were talking about sex trafficking. They were talking about a couple that wanted to have a kid. I mean, so you just don't. I mean, it's well, like so who knows those things. I yeah. I venture to say that. I mean, odds are you haven't seen her in 20 years. Most people are going to say she's not alive anymore. Or 16 years. You know, most people are going to say that. But I are on the side of when you take a kid in that manner from their bedroom, Mm -hmm. I just don't see someone killing them. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah it's almost like it was for something else yeah, yeah most of these when they get killed they took them like out of a play off of a playground when they were out in the middle of no you know mm-hmm. out something by themselves, not sleeping in their bed that's something you're trying to hide and you're kidnapping them it's not, it's not i right. just don't see it that's where i err on the side of it's a trap well, i definitely don't think it was the parents she was oh, taken no. she was taken it's, by somebody no but i you know and they've got to feel extreme guilt even to this point because, again, if it was me and I left my doors on But, I mean, it's just a lapse of judgment. I mean, you it know. It doesn't matter. But I feel so I bad for still, them, though. I can't even imagine. No, but what? what, what I can't what imagine what they live with each and every From day. From my standpoint, I would feel extremely guilty because well, of the Well, I know, and I'm sure they do. I didn't do that. And knowing, I guarantee you, and we talked about it earlier, they did not go every twenty minutes. They didn't. I, I can. Well, I'm sure they're, they'll table. always living with guilt. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> everybody at that table would be because they did probably have an agreement to check on the kids every so often. But, but did it happen every twenty minutes? But I do also think probably. whoever took them, I think 
chloroformed them or something. And the, because the, the twins never woke well, up and you're going to tell me they you're were, taking a little girl yeah. outside and she's not yeah. screaming or anything. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. They said that the girl was very sleepy that day. So, like, uh, they could have drugged her but that that's, during but that, that day. Well, I'm not saying the parents did it. I'm just saying it no, could have been whoever saying, took like, her did it. Anybody that was watching her could have drugged her and then made her pass out. That way, when somebody picked her up, nobody would know because they were all asleep. Yeah, I well, remember, I remember you know on the saying? side of that chloroformed her or did something to get her out of there to make sure she well, didn't make Well, doing something where, like, she uh, and didn't alert anybody's presence. That's the main thing. Yeah, because thing. you thought she'd been screaming or something. Yeah, that's what I'm it's, saying. Like, I, I mean, mean, but I mean, also at the same time, if somebody was truly passed down, they wouldn't much just wake up. <laughs> they would, though. Yeah, I mean. To, if you're picking them up know. and carrying them for as far as they probably did. Oh, like thinking like after they get out of the I was yeah. thinking about when they were in the apartment when they got him out, but like yeah. well, one point, of the thing yeah. that kind of disturbs yeah. me a little bit is there was a story where they said that I guess it was like the day before or two days before or something that that Madeline had said something to her parents about not coming into her room when she was upset that night or something. So then it's like if that really happened, did somebody try to do it then and got caught or something and left? But, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of. She would have said something then, but I don't know. But she's three, Josh. So yeah. I mean, yeah. That that goes uh, back to what I was saying earlier. The fact that she was three years old, the communication wouldn't even have been there necessarily. But um, but at the same time. There would have been noise made. Yeah, but it's just like they said when that one guy came to check, but he didn't really go in the room like Josh was talking about earlier. Remember, he heard a noise, and he thought it was just a kid rolling over. And then they were saying that could have been it happening right then. Well, I don't disagree with you, but he also didn't open the door. That's why I said there were a lot of complicit acts that happened that that doesn't help the situation. And he had said that the door was a little more ajar than it was before. Yeah, and there was more light in the room, so I think the window was already open. Uh Yeah, and that's that's why I was saying someone came in through the door and left through the window. And that's how they took her out. So you think she was already gone when he he just thought he saw her in the bed? Yeah, because if they exited through the door, the door would have been shut. That's what I thought, too. He would have closed the door. Or she, whoever it was, yeah, whoever would have closed the door. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think it was more. I think it was more than one person. Kind of like what, what you said. said. They pass her through. That's the only way you could do it. How? In think about if I if I walked over to this window and I tried to take Liam through it. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. How am I going to do it? I'm going to be well, holding and climbing through a window at the same time. Yeah. I can see I can see a possibility of there being more than one person. Yeah. There had I mean, to have been. And and a lot of these viral crimes that you see, there are more than one people involved. Yeah. yeah it's like a whole group usually. Trafficking yeah. stuff. You yeah. you listen to it. Girls are a lot of the time like girls that are involved in the trafficking game are the ones that are scoping out the new chicks. And I don't mean you know, Well, no, are, because they're looked as not as threatening and stuff like yeah. that but they're actually so they're the ones that strike up the conversations with the girls that they're going to take but the guys are back behind waiting until they get the right signals well i've even heard and- stories where like older women will get younger women like in junior high or even younger to like 
they'll groom them to do it. And then they have them grooming other kids like in school. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so sick. it's so sick. And this just started earlier. We have these, there's these pedophile rings that they talked about during this. Well, that one guy, that, that main investigator for that um, private firm. I mean, he basically said, I mean, he's messed up in his mind because when he was going on the dark oh, yeah, web, yeah. he's like, he saw, he saw, but he said he saw things and heard things that he's like, he can never get out of his mind. Well, like, he's he just, has to fake it to get more information. So well, yeah, he, he felt to, bad on some of the stuff he had to say, but he was talking about some of the stuff he saw and that was shared. And he was just like, oh my God. Well, that's what I'm saying. But to get information, yeah. that's the only way you can do it. It's like being undercover, right? You got to do stuff you don't normally do mm-hmm. to get uh, more information out of them. Well, yeah, and so. And that's another reason I felt bad for the McCanns. They had gotten like three, two or three investigators, and they sucked. Yeah. You well, know? they were taking the one guy was taking their money and not doing yeah. anything, not yeah. paying, not paying the people that were supposed to be helping him. He was just so he was here, like fraud. Here they like, were trying to do their best, and and nobody. Was but at the same like, time, it wasn't their money. Out. So I mean, you know. Yeah, but still. What a jerk to be. I get that, but it was the millionaire's money. Yeah. (laughs) You know, they weren't funding most of this. I wouldn't say they didn't put any money into anything, but the millionaire guy, I don't remember what his name was. But Well, I know they put their the the libel money that they won from the journalist case or whatever they put into it, but But you know what I'm saying though? Mm -hmm. I mean he's the one that was out the money, so they picked the people they wanted, probably. I know, um, but still, it, but still well, it's no, just I'm like your mom, like your mom not, said, it sucked. But like I did that. Uses for it. Like, what an ass! That, that, it's like taking advantage of somebody. Oh yeah, family, yeah. You know? yeah. I know at their lowest point. I mean, geez. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, from That's my like standpoint, and and to preface on it, this was way too long. These eight. It, it did need to be eight. No episodes. way it had to be eight episodes. Four there tops. Were, there were three episodes. I think they talked about that yeah. Robert Murat guy. Yeah, they, and yeah. they kept repeating themselves yeah. over yeah. and over again. And yeah, so it was like I mean, okay, seriously, this it's like, thing move, could have been on. made for yeah, four tops, four. three or four, four tops though. And you got would have gotten all the same information out of it that, yeah, that we so got in the eight. I agree. Um, in some areas, it was so slow. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I felt like I was going to fall asleep almost. It's like, come well, on. I, well, I did fall asleep a couple of times watching this. I had to uh, rewatch them back a couple of times, mostly because, like, especially, like, I think it was, like, after, like, episode three, I, kept, I started getting bored of it, really. It's mostly because how much uh, can you retell a lot of the time. Yeah. Oh, another thing I did want to mention about that cop that because from the very beginning, like the first episode, he opened his mouth and I was like, I already don't like this guy because I mean, I understand people are like, oh, you got to preserve a crime scene. Okay, but your daughter is missing. So I don't think the first thing in a parent's mind is to preserve the room. Right. I mean, you're going to yeah. have people coming in and out because people are trying to help you and that's all you're worried about. But yet he's already was already kind of like blaming them for not preserving the crime scene and i'm thinking really dude are you a parent at all i mean well was he referencing them or the cops did he say them specifically i, don't I think he was I talking about it, the I parents they were talking about the cops the pj yeah, or whatever I, mean, I thought that's who they were talking about was the pj all, was not what took them so long to get somebody out there it was quite a bit of time before any cops actually showed up after they were contacted why oh, is yeah. that 
That was the whole point of it, because everybody was walking all in Madeline's room over and over and over well, again. Well, that, that's contamination of crime scenes. I mean, it it's is. like, you know, yeah. how do you how do you differentiate? Yeah, then how do you say, yeah, this person, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's why I said it kind of makes it difficult, the fact that they were in a hotel room anyways. I mean, think about, like you guys talked about at the beginning. Mm-hmm. When there's 1500 million people that rent these places out, they don't clean them to the point where. Well, no, they say you take a black light in any hotel room and you're going to see all kinds of crap. So it's like, yeah, you can't tell when you pull, even if you found DNA in this place, who and why. And you'd have to look at the whole role of everybody that ever rented that hotel room. Mm -hmm. But also, if you ever notice uh, uh, the uh, cases that have lousy investigating processes usually are cold cases they don't get solved because oh, yeah. until somebody's involved that actually can uh yeah, yeah. Do confess. Their job. yeah. Mm-hmm. or can somebody confesses or somebody tells something down the line that's the right. only way it happens but by evidence it's not going to happen because they've screwed all that up oh yeah because they messed it up and you can't use it like john because... bonnet i mean was yeah. one of them i mean her case is still open today, and they still are well, not. And that one, don't even. Well, we should do a podcast on that one. That might be a good one. Podcast on because I have a lot oh, of yeah, opinions yeah. on that. Yeah, that would oh, be yeah. a good. Oh yeah, that one be, would be a good one. It's kind of, kind of like this one in comparison. Yeah, the only difference is she was actually found dead found in her house. In her house, yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, in her so basement. which and, is just and crazy to me. Not found. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. kind of, that kind of, it was the same, what I was just, uh, that kind of goes into this though, is that you would probably see that more often than you would. But you know what, just you were just saying though, kidnapped it because Polly class was kidnapped out of her bedroom and killed. So, I mean, you I mean, it's just, I know what you're saying, but yeah, it's kind of like, but it has happened found, like within like two miles of the house or something. I know, but I'm just saying somebody went into the bedroom and took her. Right. Yeah. And I think Elizabeth was the same way. They went into her bedroom. They did. Because her, her sister saw it happen. But Elizabeth was alive, too. Yeah. And, right. and her sister always remembered what he looked like, too. Right. You know, so. I yeah. mean, the only one that you could probably say is Polly Class. I'm just saying, I just them. saying that popped into my head where I was like, okay, well, of course, that was also, was also that was also, I think, somebody they knew because it wasn't like a handyman or something yeah, that had been to their house. That, yeah, so this was, that's yeah. a little different. Yeah, when you're tra- anyway. when you're vacationing, they don't know who they are. This was oh, no, they, they are just... scoped out that house or that apartment. I think they, they did, exactly and they did it because they, they knew do. that it was a high touristy area of British people coming over there. They had checked that, and that... you know, people on vacation have your guard down because you're trying to relax. Well, they had checked. Oh, yeah. They they knew that door was unlocked. Oh, they knew. They knew all oh, that. Yeah. They knew the windows were unlocked. They knew all. I this. think they were very methodical in what they were doing. They knew exactly what they're doing, when to do it. And that's why oh, yeah. I said, unfortunately, if they would have locked the doors, it probably. I just have a happened. feeling with this because they had multiple sightings in Mar- Mar- multiple weird things in Morocco. I think they took her to Morocco, so I think they probably took her on a boat and took her to Morocco. That's oh, what I, I think. Yeah, that's what I think. What happened to her after that? I'm not sure, but yeah, and that's why I said I don't know. I just don't think she was killed. Where well, I don't know because at. this new van thing. I'm not sure what they found, and this prosecutor who knows what it is. He believed she was murdered by this guy. Yeah. Well, then yeah. why they have they charged him? I don't know. Well, I was reading something. There was I mean, something about Germany. They have to their legal system. You have to 
you have to do some, I don't know, there's some kind of, I don't know, big hoops you have to go through before you can actually charge somebody or something. That doesn't make sense because he didn't do the crime in Germany. You're talking about oh, extraditing know. him to Spain or Portugal for Well, I'm kind of questioning like why there's a German prosecutor. Like I don't I kind of don't understand all that either. Like why? I think Did you find that out, Colette? No, I think he got arrested, didn't he? Well, he's in Well, he's prison, in prison right now for for uh raping an American at that same resort right. in Portugal. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I'm not sure like cuz there's this German prosecutor that's coming out saying they found this stuff and I'm not sure how he's involved cuz he's German. So I I'm have not no sure. Idea. Or maybe the guy is German? Is the guy German? German? Christian is German too, maybe? Bruckner or something. Well, maybe it's because he's from Germany or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he is. He's a German drifter. Oh, okay. But I mean, really? I mean, if you do something somewhere. Well, I'm just saying it's become this big international thing. I'm not sure. The Griner thing. She's American, but they charge her in Russia. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't get an American prosecutor to. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> to, to charge her over there. Well, I do think that we all agree that the cops screwed up on this one. I think we also yeah. agree that she was taken. I don't think any of us think the parents did it. Am I correct in thinking that? Uh, yeah, big yeah. time correct. We all think that she was taken. I think we're all, well, I know me and Colette especially are kind of like, we're not sure if she was murdered or if she was in sex trafficking. We're not sure if she's dead or alive. Well, yeah, I would lean three. more towards she was trafficked, but- but yeah, there's three different sex trafficking, human trafficking, or murder. Yeah. I think those are really the only three. Well, things. the other one they throw out there, though, is that people that somebody might have just taken her because they wanted a kid. That's the human trafficking. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Because the sex trafficking say, is just for. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. Yeah, they did say the woman, she couldn't have children. So, yeah, that's a possibility, too. Yeah, so it's kind of three theories that we're not really sure. Like I said, when you're three years old and you you start calling a kid a certain name, they're not going to remember what their original name was. Yeah, plus they was told God knows what about their story and stuff. never tell them anything else. That's what right. I was saying. I mean, well, they say there's like stories like they could have told her whatever, and then she could have suppressed any any kind of memory that she had before that of the McCanns. Yeah, and maybe as, a, as an adult, more. she doesn't remember anything. Well, she's 15 years removed. Yeah, she's she'll be, she's she just turned 19 right in now. May. If she was still alive, she would have turned 19 in May. And so, if she's still out there. Which is interesting because the last updated picture I saw online was from 2012. So I'm like, they haven't done any updated. you think they would have done another updated picture because she's an yeah. adult now. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's too difficult for the parents. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean that one guy that was part of the uh, the abused, exploited children, whatever. Yeah, he was saying that he was. He says that he thinks that he'll find that we'll find out what happened to her in his lifetime. But I don't know. I'm like, it's been all this time. I don't. I don't know if we'll ever know. It'll be what? the DNA that gets you to her. But you got to find it somewhere. Well, all yeah. she has to do is upload it. Well, oh, you mean if she does take the thing one time? Yeah, if she has any thoughts of that she's not, like, they better not tell her she's adopted. What I don't get, though, is if she was still if alive. I mean, alive. she's got that, her, what is it, her left eye or her right eye has that weird pigment thing? She's not the only that thing. may have that, huh? I, mean, that's I know, but that's thing. kind of an odd... Yeah, but it may have changed over time. Yeah, maybe. I that guess. may have been a, a, a young baby thing or, a, you know, something that she had when she was little. Yeah. I, I mean, who know. knows? I mean... I, Again, you don't know unless you saw her, right? Right. I mean, so 
And and that was the other thing too with being little. How many little girls are there that all look alike? Yeah, well, I mean, because some of those pictures cameras. they were doing, I mean, yeah, those cameras weren't great. So it's like that one that they found in the mountains. Well, yeah, on the camera, it kind of looked like her. But then obviously you could tell when they actually saw the oh, girl. Yeah. Her. Yeah. yeah. You could totally tell it wasn't her. Yeah. You could Anyways, tell. Yeah, yeah. So, so what do we. I, well, anyway, I do want to put out there, though, before we uh, before we close, um, I do want to put out there since she is still missing and we don't know if she's still out there. Um, they did show contact information um, at the end of each episode so if you do know anything about the case um, you can call or you can contact the metropolitan police in the uk at uh 44101 oh i'm sorry 440-207-321-9251-or-email-at-operation.grange-at-met.pnn.police.uk or in Portugal, you can contact the Policia Judicaria um, at 351-282-405-400 or email dic.portimao at pj.pt. So. Yeah, we'll put those in the description of our podcast too, but I just wanted to... What was it? I was wanted to point out. I thought I wanted to point out something else. And we did look those up. They are still. Um, I wanted to look up to make sure they were still relevant since the uh, documentary was from uh, 2019, and they are still relevant and um, active. Yeah, we'll put links to their websites too. But um, what was it? I guess maybe there wasn't something else I wanted to point out. I thought that there was something when you were reading that off, but I don't remember. Did no. I say something incorrect? I don't. I don't think it was that. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> I was, I was watching you and listening to you and I thought of something and now yeah. it's not there anymore. Anyhow. Okay. Okay. What's our next podcast going to be? Okay. So I think next time we're going to switch over to Hulu and they have a new show on there called who do you believe? Um, and so there's, uh, eight episodes. One's a two parter. So to basically be kind of, uh, seven different podcasts that we're going to do, we're going to do a podcast on each episode. Yeah, so the next seven episodes will be on this particular series. So Yeah, and it'll be kind of it tells just kind of both sides of, of a crime and they'll give you all the kind of all the evidence and all you know, if there was a court case and all they'll give you all of that and then they'll kinda of give you both sides and then you decide who do you believe. So uh-huh. that'll be fun. Uh-huh. It'll be a little different than what we usually do. So hey, yeah. I'm up for it. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a little lighter. Maybe it won't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time so, will tell. Right. All right. So with that, I think we're going to wrap this up and uh, we'll see you guys next time. And from all of us here at the Heart of Geek, thanks for joining us and uh, listen in next time. Yeah. And if you've made it this far, don't forget to check out our website and our other podcasts that we've got out there. Um, but, but Yeah. Um, well, we are the Heart of Geek, and we're on what are we? We're on Facebook, Twitter, on Instagram, the website, Twitch, TikTok, yeah, so, all that stuff. So, so check us out. Good night. Good night. Peace.